This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1378, Healthy Dependence as a Path Toward Healthy Relationships, by David and Constantino Kalaf of Gottman.com. Hello, everybody. I am Greg Audino, your host and narrator. Great to have you here again, and I'm very excited to be reading to you from the Gottman Institute once again. Their blog is great for offering wonderful advice, and oftentimes it's coupled with really thorough research as well. And this post today is going to talk about dependence in relationships and how to create healthy dependence as partners, no matter how dependence has looked for you in the past. So let's hear what David and Constantino Kalaf have to say about it as we optimize your life. Healthy Dependence as a Path Toward Healthy Relationships by David and Constantino Kalaf of Gottman.com When David is tempted to say, I'll do it myself, he reminds himself to ask the question, how can we do this together? In our marriage, David is the more independent one. Even as a child, one of his most common refrains when anyone tried to help with something was, I'll do it myself. That served him well in becoming a functioning and independent adult, especially in a culture that values self-sufficiency and self-determination. A degree of autonomy is important in a relationship, like having hobbies or activities you prefer to do on your own, or practicing individual self-care or self-soothing. But complete autonomy doesn't serve us well in marriage. In fact, it often pushes us apart. For the health of our relationship, David had to learn how to practice healthy dependence with Constantino. We got married in our late 30s, having lived decades as adults before we met each other. Constantino had been in a nine-year relationship and had learned how to navigate the healthy balance between intimacy and independence. David had lived alone for about a decade before we started dating. So, once we got married and moved in together, David demanded very little of Constantino, both practically and emotionally. David loved Constantino, but asked almost nothing of him. That made Constantino feel unneeded and helpless in connecting with David. In their book, Attached, authors Amir Levine, MD, and Rachel Heller, MA, Explore attachment styles and describe healthy dependence as an essential component of intimacy in a relationship. Quote, An elegant coexistence that does not include uncomfortable feelings of vulnerability and fear of loss sounds good, they argue, but is not our biology. End quote. Depending on others is part of our genetic makeup, and although our practical dependence on others diminishes as we become adults with more self-reliance, our emotional dependence on loved ones remains strong. Those who reject depending on others and embrace extreme or complete autonomy can actually push themselves towards self-isolation. 
healthy dependence as an act of turning toward. In our marriage, we've discovered that healthy dependence is a form of turning toward your partner. When David needs Constantino, he must go to him and engage with him. Expressing a need requires some vulnerability because it means that you lack something or require help that your partner can supply. That vulnerability creates intimacy, and the feeling of being needed helps your partner feel more secure in the relationship. Being depended on helps Constantino feel that he is appreciated and useful in our marriage rather than feeling left out or neglected. Learning to depend on someone is also a form of accepting influence because it requires letting go and yielding to your partner's ideas and actions. Research indicates that men find it harder to accept influence from their spouses. And it's true that some husbands in heterosexual relationships adopt the traditional notion of being the man of the house, seeing themselves as the providers for their families, and eschewing opportunities to accept influence from their wives. But when men do that, they avoid healthy dependence and assert autonomy or even authority, which turns them away from a possibility to become intimate or vulnerable with their partners. If that includes decision-making, it can create an unhealthy power dynamic in the relationship that can lead to resentment or even divorce. In those situations, it's incredibly important for husbands to practice emotional intelligence and accept the influence of their wives to keep their relationships healthy, happy, and stable. Healthy Dependence Among Different Genders Research by the Gottman Institute also shows that many women already accept their husband's influence. But to resist depending on your partner is not necessarily a gender-specific problem. Many wives may resist leaning into dependence as well, given feminist rejections of traditional gender roles that rely on dependence. Other research argues that across the world, women must assert their independence in the workplace and in other areas of life in order to break through the inequality that still exists among genders. While it's important for both partners in any relationship to accept each other's influence, it's possible that some women may resist depending on their husbands, because it may feel as if it threatens the autonomy they've worked so hard to attain. But, in order to be more emotionally attuned, it is important for men to understand and respect the autonomy and independence that their wives may need, and to find other ways to depend on each other and connect that satisfies both partners. With a clear expression of needs and empathy for each other, Partners can find common ground regarding depending on each other for support. In our marriage, David knows he must intentionally practice depending on Constantino, despite his longtime tendency to be independent. It isn't easy. At first, he learned to ask for small, practical things that he would otherwise do himself, like asking Constantino to pick up dinner because David had to work late and was tired. Slowly, David has been moving to more meaningful ways of leaning on Constantino such as expressing fears about a work project or asking for advice about an interpersonal conflict with a friend. Even if David can assert his independence, it doesn't always mean he should. Turning toward and leaning on Constantino is a way of letting him in and creating intimacy and of accepting Constantino's influence. Now, when David is tempted to say, I'll do it myself, he pauses and reminds himself to ask the question, how can we do this together? You just listened to the post titled, Healthy Dependence as a Path Toward Healthy Relationships, by David and Constantino Kaloff of Gottman.com. And another great post from the Kaloffs, who always bring a lot of insight to the Gottman blog. Now, this article really touches upon that fine line of being independent and autonomous versus doing things alongside our partners. 
And sometimes when we don't know how to navigate that line, the independence and the autonomy can spiral into not just avoidance, as they alluded to, but even a lack of willingness to ask when you do need help, and perhaps eventually feeling as though independence is intertwined with obedience, as though you're expected to do things on your own too much. So, when you're faced with tasks that do or ideally should engage both of you, such as cleaning the house maybe, ask yourself, how can I do this in such a way that is good for the both of us? Can I ask for their help so we can do it together? Can I do this in such a way that pleases them and feels like an act of service? Can I communicate with them about something I'd love for them to take off my plate? Anything to make these types of tasks more intentional and mindful for the betterment of your relationship as a couple and your relationship with yourself. It's a really simple but effective reframe. And on that note, we're going to wrap things up for today, everybody. Another episode in the books, but you know we'll be back with more tomorrow. So enjoy the rest of your day, and I will see you then for 1379 where your optimal life awaits.